tuning in to Remnant News, the daily rundown with Pastor Todd, and we are going to get into some pertinent information from a biblical worldview today. Uh, if you never joined our website, look on it. It's www.rmntnews.com, www.rmntnews.com, and there you can find uh, a bunch of stories every single day that we publish uh, where we give a perspective that you will not find in the mainstream corporate media. And that's because the mainstream corporate media is 90% run by six corporations. So you're not going to find the stories, the in-depth analysis and research that we do on RMNT News. Highly encourage you to go to that site every single day and see what we're posting. Today, we want to talk about one of our trending stories on rmntnews.com, and that is, will there be a destabilization event in the month of August. So, you know, we said you've heard it first here that our intel has picked up chatter that mid to late August we could see a significant event. Uh, we're saying it's another significant event. We're calling it event three. So event one in the election cycle was COVID-19. Event two is the civil unrest in many, many U.S. cities. And event three, we're not exactly sure what that event's going to be, but we're hearing that it could happen in mid to late August. And here's why. George Soros has just flooded Antifa and BLM and other organizations that we call NGOs uh, with, um, by the way, these are Marxist organizations. Uh, their own founders call them Marxist organizations. So it's not a conspiracy. I know a lot of people will say that that's debunked, but that's not debunked. You can go on YouTube and sometimes they make it harder to find, but you can see the people that started BLM that are literally saying, yes, we're a Marxist organization. So we're not making this up. I know a lot of you guys are hip to this, but some people still don't know this. And so we want to bring attention to that and bring awareness to that. And so George Soros, who is the left wing, uber wealthy uh, financier, uh, we, we think he gets his money from dark places. We, you know, where does George Soros get his money? You ever thought of that? How does the guy have so much money in the first place that he's funding all these left wing things that are really pushing us towards communism and socialism here in the United States? Very dangerous. He's destabilized countries like Libya. He's uh, been involved in the Arab Spring. He's been involved in Ukraine and, and the overthrow of their government. And so we've seen this happen before. And now George Soros is bringing his revolution here to the United States. He's been doing this for a while. We've seen it accelerate since President Donald Trump has been in office. They've tried everything they can to uh, destabilize the United States because what they ultimately want to do is crash the system. They want a great reset. We talked about that on yesterday's program. They want a, a complete destabilization event where they can bring order out of chaos. So they don't care if the United States crashes and burns. They don't care if our economy crashes and burns. They don't care if everything that you've known and I've known since we're children, since we've grown up here in the United States, goes away. They don't care if the Constitution goes away. In fact, they want the Constitution to go away. So that's why we're so adamant in this fight, because this is a battle between light and darkness. Many people are still not awake to this yet. They still think that there's two parties here in the United States, and they can have a pick of each or the other and still live in the same country. That is no longer the case. If the left regains power, it will fundamentally transform the United States. It will make the United States unrecognizable within a few years. And so you have to understand what you're seeing in these, in these cities where they're defunding the police department, where they're doing this cancel culture, taking down the statues, going after uh, leaders in, in industry, going after companies, going after whoever they want to that day, that will happen in America. That will be the new norm. And it'll happen everywhere. They will cancel. They'll come to your jobs. They'll come to your church. They'll come to your house. Christians, this is at your doorstep. We're going to talk about that in a few minutes here, but I want to get into uh, this very important article, and George Soros has flooded Antifa and BLM 
with $220 million. This will give them plenty of money to fund the organization of significant ground operations geared toward destabilization in the month of August. So we're believing and we're seeing that now hopefully, you know, with the, the prayers of the righteous and with bringing awareness and having the federal government understanding that these plans are underway, hopefully this won't happen. So I'm not here to speak this out in the, in the determining factor that this is going to happen. I'm just saying what we've heard, what we've seen in our, and what we've picked up from chatter from these organizations, these very dangerous organizations, and we have people that are infiltrating these organizations. And so from that analysis and information we've picked up, we're seeing that, yes, there is uh, an event planned, and we're, we're thinking it's going to be around mid to late August. It could be sooner. We're calling it event three. What does it look like? Well, there's a couple of things that we can talk about. Uh, number one is I don't trust Keith Ellison. He is the attorney general of Minnesota. I don't trust him. He's a BLM uh, supporter, but more, more importantly, he's an Antifa supporter. And this man has pledged his allegiance to Antifa, and he's the one in charge of the George Floyd investigation. He's the one in charge. He's the one that put the uh, charges on Derek Sharon, which, by the way, it, it's probably too heavy of a charge, which means that Derek Chabon, the police officer, could get off those charges. Did they do that on purpose? Did they give him uh, too harsh of a sentence or a, of a charge because they wanted him to get off so that they can use this again as a second round of destabilization? Could be. Could be. So we've got to keep our eyes on that, but it does seem like that could be a possibility. It does seem like there's something in the works. If not that, they could use some other type of event. Uh, could be a shooting event. We're not sure. We hope that none of these things happen. But we've studied the deep state and, and the left and the mainstream media and their whole apparatus long enough to feel like, yes, there is a very, very good possibility that one of these things are happening. So it looks like right now from what we're seeing that this could be planned for late August. All we can really say, um, by the way, simultaneously, several states are releasing prisoners. California is about to release 8,000 of them. And we think they're going to use those people and recruit those people for their ground operations. So what we're, at, we're basically saying is be alert, be vigilant, report to the feds what you see. Let's be praying against this operation. Let's be careful about talking about it. But we do want to be aware and alert and watch our surroundings and know that there could be an event in the works. In fact, we think that uh, according to what the information we're picking up right now, it's very likely, it's highly likely but it can be canceled by the prayers of the righteous, and it can also be canceled by uh, alerting law enforcement of anything that you see. Uh, definitely let them know of any planning or organization that you're seeing so that they can be aware and plan accordingly. Uh, so that, that's really all I really want to say about that story. I want to talk about if Christians care about issues that the media tells us about to care about, or if we actually care about what the real issues are. Because there are believers who are picking and choosing what they stand for, believers in Christ I'm talking about, based on what the media is talking points. Based on that, we, we, we hit this home every single day, that the media is owned by six corporations, that they spew talking points. They're corrupt. They're, they're uh, you know, completely taken over by this globalist entity. By the, they're, you know, and if you're new to this and you don't understand, you're trying to figure out why the mainstream media is fake, Go on rmntnews.com, put in the search engine, why the news is fake. And we did an extensive report on this. We broke it down. We showed when it started changing. We showed Operation Mockingbird. We showed the ties to the CIA. And it's a very extensive report that'll give you a lot of information on why the news is the way it is. Obama, during the Obama administration, used an executive action uh, where he legalized propaganda against the American people. It's right there online. All you got to do is Google it. 
And uh, he used that order to allow propaganda here in the United States. And we've seen so much propaganda, probably more than we ever thought we would ever see. And when you turn on the news, almost the entire thing is propaganda. And that's what they're doing. And that's why some of the people who don't understand that the news is fake are looking on these stories and freaking out, thinking, oh, my God, we're in the middle of this crazy pandemic. The world is ending. Everybody needs to lock down. Everybody's got to get in their house. They're not researching the facts. They're not looking at the death rate. They're not understanding this is a political, uh, you know, politi politicized uh, talking point. And so many people are very terrified of these things. So let's get back to these things that believers who pick and choose what they stand for. Why is it that every year when more black babies are killed in New York than are born, no one says anything? It's, it's disgusting. It's sad to even think about it. Margaret Sanger, who's the, uh, you know, the founder of Planned Parenthood, she was a eugenist. And uh, why does anybody talk about this? That Planned Parenthood's origins are racist. Planned Parenthood has targeted minority communities. There's more Planned Parenthoods on the corner in a minority community than anywhere else. Why is that? Well, the founder of Planned Parenthood, Margaret Sanger, was a eugenist, and she was racist. So it's not a surprise that there, there are more African-American babies killed in New York City than born. And I think that's a staggering statistic when you think about that. That's a staggering statistic. If black, likes, black lives matter, which they do, then why aren't the Black Lives Matter crowd people talking about the slaughter of the innocent? about their babies. I mean, all you got to do is look at a baby, ladies and gentlemen. Babies are the most beautiful, most precious, most pure miracle of God. If you've ever had a child, just look at a baby and you will see it's a miracle of God. This baby, precious, beautiful, amazing. How is it that we as a society have killed these babies for so long? How is it that we don't talk about these things? We need to talk about these things. We need to bring awareness to this. See, we need to have a louder voice in the opposition. We, that's why, you know, people say, well, Ty, you sound mad. I'm not mad at all. I have a great life. I have a beautiful wife. I have an amazing family. I'm happy. I love where I live. I love my country. I, I, I don't lack, okay? I mean, obviously, we need support to, to fund the operation, but I don't lack. I can go eat every day, thank God. You know, I'm able to take a shower in a home where I can lay my head on a comfortable bed every night. I don't lack. And I thank God for providing for us in this battle, in this war that we're in right now. But, but I'm going to tell you, I care about our country, and we don't talk about the babies. And we're going to talk about the, the children in a few minutes, because there's another issue. But abortion in general, where is the outrage from Christians? Some people are starting to normalize abortion now in the church. They're, they're starting to make excuses for it. Uh, I won't name names right now, but there's prominent pastors that are already opening the door to start accepting abortion as okay. Where's the outrage for the biggest genocide in the history of the world? Each year in the United States, in the United States alone, precious little babies' lives should matter. One million babies on average each year killed. One million babies! I don't think we're visualizing this. Could you imagine 1 million corpses of little infants stacked on each other? Wouldn't you be horrified? Imagine if the mainstream news was reporting on that. Imagine if the mainstream news top story tonight, which it should be, because they're talking about coronavirus, you got 100,000 dead. And we don't even know if those are pure numbers. A lot of those people had uh, underlying issues and other ailments. So 
they've, 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 they've padded those numbers. It probably is around 60,000 pure, which is about an average flu season. The rest of them are people that had compromised immune systems and other ailments, and they marked it as coronavirus to make this a bigger thing than it is. But you won't hear that reported. But we're looking at 100,000 even with the padded numbers. And people are outraged. They're freaked out. They're, they're, they're literally fighting family members. They're getting into fights in public about masks. They don't care about closing down people's legacy, their business, that they've worked their entire lives to develop this business. They've worked their entire lives to build this business. They've blood, sweat, and tears, prayers, family money, countless hours. Destroyed though. Why is it destroyed? It's destroyed because of coronavirus. So they had to close down. They can't afford. You know how many churches? People don't talk about this. How many pastors I've been in contact with that have said, hey, Todd, we're going to have to close down our building. We can't afford to stay open anymore. So many churches are going to be wiped out. This is going to completely change the church in America. Completely change it. But abortion in general, we're not talking about this at all. It's not on the mainstream news. It's not even talked about on the nightly news the difference just look at the numbers look at the numbers look at the difference between 1 million and 100,000 what's the difference it's over 10 times over 10 times so you got 100,000 you got 200,000 300,000 400,000 500,000 600,000 700,000 800,000 10 times the amount of deaths in abortion every year no one's talking about it one million babies. Imagine if they were piled in a pile. What would people say if they reported that on the mainstream news? Yet we're doing it every year. We got so wicked as a people, we just accept this. Ask God, is this okay? The church is trying to normalize it now. And I'm not even talking about the case of rape or incest because I know somebody will bring that up. That's less than 1%. So now the radical left wants to defund the police department, the people who are protecting and serving our communities, the people who every day when they leave, I know police officers, patriots, good men, there's, there's some corrupt police, just like there's corrupt pastors and there's corrupt businessmen and there's corrupt lawyers, just like there's corrupt uh, people in the, in the Major League Baseball that take steroids. There'll always be an element of corruption, but it's usually around 1% to 2%. The rest of these police are, are good patriots that are defending the community, dealing with domestic disturbances, dealing with uh, violent crime, protecting people every single day in the community, keeping law and order. But they want to defund the police. Why do they want to do that? Well, have you, have you researched the brown, search, brown shirts in, 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 in Nazi Germany, what, what they did there? Because they've done this before. They defunded the police in Castro's Cuba. Oh, yes. This is a play in the playbook of the Communist Manifesto. They do this. So that's, that's literally part of Marxism. It's literally the initiation rollout to fund the police. These are the people that protect your community. We call on them. Black people call on them. I know a, a great African-American grandma who loves the Lord, who lives in Watts. Every so often she has to call the police because somebody's in her yard. They're trying to break into her home. She lives by herself. She's a black person calling on another black person or whoever it is that's in her yard. Most of the time she says it's black people. Most of the people that are calling the police on the black people are other black people. But they won't tell you that. But they wanted to fund them. The police are all races. There's a small percentage of the dirty cops, like I said. How many lives do the police save every day, every year? Do they get credit for that? Only a few weeks ago during the coronavirus when it was at its peak, 
We were hailing the first responders and thanking them. Now they wanted to fund them only weeks later. How many officers risk their lives every day for our safety when they leave their house, their wives, their spouses have to be concerned, their husbands are worried. Are they going to come home tonight? What kind of danger is my spouse going to be into today? They got to pray for them. That's all they can do. I once said to my wife, I'd like to be a police officer. She said, absolutely not. That's the reaction of a lot of wives. I also said I wanted to get a motorcycle. She said no to that. I think I lost that battle too. But the truth of the matter is they're risking their lives every single day. To think we need to defund these heroes is literally insane. So I want to move on to the next subject. Why do we trust the media? The media has not shown us that they can be trusted. In fact, they've shown us just the opposite. How many fake stories have they published just this year alone? They're divisive. They're used by those six corporations that own 90% to put forth propaganda to the American people. Why do we continue to believe their false reporting? And I can tell you right now, I can go around the country and find Christians that are literally living paralyzed in fear right now because they're trusting what the mainstream corporate media are telling them. We let the media divide us. Divided, we will fall. The Bible says a house divided against itself cannot stand. United, we will thrive. United, we succeed. United, we push ahead as a country. That's why we've become the greatest country in the world for so many years and generations. Because we're the United States of America. Why do we let them divide us? What will it take for us to wake up and understand their agenda? I'm talking about the mainstream corporate media. They have an agenda. Their agenda is to be the mouthpiece mouthpiece of what I call the deep state. And people say, oh my gosh, that's a conspiracy. No, it's not. If you talk to anybody that served in the letter agencies, you've talked to anybody that served in government, and you mention the deep state, they will not tell you, oh, it's a conspiracy. They're very aware of the deep state, especially if somebody's been a president. They're very aware of the deep state. Stop calling it a conspiracy. How long are we going to overlook this communist insurgency in our schools, brainwashing our young people? We may raise someone in the Lord, raise our son or our daughter in the Lord. We send them off to school and they come back a Marxist. They come back a communist. How did that happen? Well, it happened because the communists have infiltrated the uh, educational institutions. Don't we see the clear and present danger as they're indoctrinating our young people? Why are we allowing this for so many years? You need to think about, is it worth it to send my child to this school? I don't want them to get indoctrinated. Maybe we should think of an alternative method of education. Religious liberties and freedoms here in the United States, Christians need to be standing for religious liberties and freedoms. I was arguing with somebody, I hate to say it, but Going back and forth in a spirited debate, we'll just say that. I, I don't like to argue. I try not to argue. My wife is very adamant about me not arguing on social media. She says, you need to be careful. So I really put it through a lot of filters, try to use the love of Christ. But sometimes I get annoyed because people just say dumb things. Let's just be honest. And I try to show them the love of Christ. I'm working on that. I'm a work in progress, but I think I've come a million miles. And I honestly, you probably won't see me in a bad argument where I ever hurt somebody. At least I hope not. But I'm a, I'm, I'm a flawed man, <laughs> and I'm trying my best. But uh, let's talk about religious liberties and freedoms. People think there's no war on Christians. They don't understand that Christians are at the center of, the, of, the, of this culture war that we're in. Christianity is the target 
if you don't think Christianity is the target, then maybe you should study uh, spiritual warfare. Because we are, this, this whole thing that we're in is, is, is a big spiritual war in our country. It's a battle between light and darkness. I know it's masquerading as political, but really what we're fighting for is for biblical values and freedom, religious liberties. Christians and biblical worldviews, the number one target of the socialists. To be honest, most religion in general is considered against the communist, globalist, leftist agenda. Look how it's played out in China. Do they allow the real church of God to meet in China or have they gone underground? Well, they've gone underground if you've never been there. Now, there is a state-run church, but guess what? They're not having revivals. They're not having a powerful move of God because it's sanctioned by the state. Only so much God in that place. It's basically like going to about the deadest church you could ever go to. You're not going to see a powerful move of the spirit in a state-sanctioned church. You will see it in an underground church. North Korea, the same thing. Study history. History tends to repeat itself. We need to stand for religious liberties and freedoms. That's why it's so important to vote. I used to think voting wasn't important. I might be like some of you guys until I realized that that's how the laws get crafted in this land. And so uh, the things that you're seeing with draconian tyrants like Gavin Newsom, that's because people voted for Gavin Newsom. And now their worship services are being canceled. So yes, elections have consequences and we need to vote according to the word of God, at least the best that we can. Child slavery. <coughs> Excuse me. Hundreds and thousands of kids are being trafficked. This is very, very important. Listen up. Hundreds of thousands of kids around the world, maybe in the tune of millions, are sold into sex trade right now. They're slaves. I mean, a lot of talk about slavery recently. A lot of talk about slavery. There are modern-day slaves right now. Currently, there are slaves right now. Where is the outcry for their lives? I'm so thankful. Savannah Chrisley of the Chrisley Knows Best. I think it's Chrisley Knows Best uh, TV show. She's a Christian. And she shared yesterday on her social media, including her Facebook, about child sex slavery. Thank you, Savannah. I shared her post. It was riveting. Hundreds of thousands of kids are being trafficked right now. That's what the president, if you look at his executive orders and actions, what he's done is amazing. They have an operation right now in South America where they're going after the cartels and the sex trafficking, sex trade industry uh, kingpins. We'll hear more about this in coming months. Many people are not understanding the Wayfair thing that's going on. Whether that's real or not, it's bringing awareness. Thank you, Jesus. Many people don't understand there is a real child sex slavery industry in the tune of millions, maybe even billions of dollars. And right now, these kids are living in captivity. Some of them are being chained in dungeons and being used as sex slaves. Jeffrey Epstein. Ghislaine Maxwell, what you're seeing play out, the Nexium scandal, study it. There's been people in Hollywood that have tried to come out and out some of the things that have been going on. Government officials, people that went on the Lolita Express, Bill Clinton, Wiener's laptop, Anthony Wiener's laptop, Uma Ebedin's estranged husband, the woman that worked for Hillary Clinton as chief of staff. Yes, child sex slavery is real. Yes, you should know about it. Yes, it's one of the biggest problems in our lifetime. And yet you will not hear the mainstream news reporting on it. Christian persecution. 
Right now, there are countless believers dealing with blatant persecution for their faith worldwide. Think about the Yazidis, Syria. Think about the Coptic Christians during the Arab Spring in Egypt. Think about people in Iraq. Think about people in South Africa, Boko Haram, Muslim organizations right now that are coming after Christians around the world. This is still going on. Christians are some of the most persecuted people in the world, our brethren, and now it's come to the United States. And the socialists and the communists are trying to take over our country and initiate further persecution, and most people are asleep at the wheel still. They don't understand what's at stake. They don't understand this is coming here. They don't understand that it's at our doorstep. That's why we're sounding the alarm. And by the way, while we're at this subject, let's talk about women in Islamic countries. They're treated like second-class citizens. Where are the people from the left that are supposedly for women's rights? They don't say anything about Islamic countries. Why doesn't the mainstream media cover this? Just ask somebody from those countries. Gays are thrown off buildings and killed for being gay. Does anybody bring this up? Who talks about it? Who protects their human rights? Don't their lives also matter? The left is always virtue signaling, like they're always so great. But yet you don't hear the left talking about the women in Islamic countries or Christian persecution or child slavery. So, and I'm sorry, I know there's loud gardeners outside our studio and there's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> They're making a racket. I think there's some construction going on as well. So I apologize for that noise behind the microphone is very sensitive. China is a huge human rights abuser. Look into the work conditions in China. They're some of the worst slave labor that you would ever imagine. Labor camps that are taking place right now in China. China has people in re-education camps right now. As we speak, these camps, people are basically in prison simply because of what they believe. Much of the real church in China is still underground, like I said. And yet, no one's reporting this on the news. Maybe only a few people like Tucker Carlson or Sean Hannity or myself or people that are in the alternative media will even talk about these things. And yet, this is what's really happening in our world. So Christians, these things don't make sense. I saw all these pastors and people with their hands in the air. Didn't even understand that BLM is a Marxist organization, but they were marching along with the BLM. And yes, I, I support Black Lives Matter as a thought process, but I don't support Black Lives Matter, the organization. I support it as a statement, like, yes, Black Lives Matter, just like White Lives Matter, just like All Lives Matter. But I don't support the BLM organization because we know they're openly Marxist, just like Antifa and many other of these Soro NGOs organizations. So well, let's wake up, ladies and gentlemen, share this video. Thank you for tuning in to the Daily Rundown. This is Pastor Todd. You've tuned in to the Remnant News Daily Rundown. Share our links on rmntnews.com, rmntnews.com. We thank you and we bless you in Jesus' name. Please tune in tomorrow. God bless you.